Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Generations after generations Keep praising you Yet no word sounds you all. Then I asked the Lord, what name fits you? And he said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Generations after generations. Keep praising you. No words sounds you are And I ask the Lord What name fits you And he said God. Let's worship him Yah the hallowed one Yah the holy one Yah the hallowed one Romans chapter 9 verse 10 to 16. Romans chapter 9, we're reading from verse 10. I want to continue the message I started sharing with you last week. And the title of the message is Favored Part 2. So I did part one last Sunday and we're moving into part two. Now, I don't know whether I will finish, but if I don't finish, it ain't a problem. By the grace of God, we will be alive to have another opportunity to move into favored part three. You know, when they release a movie, and it's nice. In a few <clears throat> months' time, they, they try to come up with another edition, the second part of the series. So we have Rambo 1, Rambo 2, Rambo 3, Rambo 4, Rambo 5. And Rambo 5 is the last blood. I don't think that there will be Rambo 6. Do you see? So it's not a problem if we have favored one, favored two and favorite three. But for today's service, I will be sharing on favorite part two. 
Romans chapter 9 verse 10 to 16. Shall we pray, Father? We ask for illumination through your word today. We ask for the spirit of revelation and the spirit of understanding. We pray also for the spirit of wisdom. It is the spirit of wisdom that will enable us apply the things we learn today to our lives in order to experience your blessing and your promotion. I lift up everybody who is listening to this message into your hands. Right where they are seated, visit them. Right where they are seated, reveal yourself unto them. Let the presence of your spirit be with them. In the mighty name of Jesus, I submit myself unto you, Holy Spirit. Take full control and direct your word today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I keep saying Romans chapter 9 verse 10 to 16, but I don't get into it. So let's get into it now. This son was our ancestor Isaac. When he married Rebecca, she gave birth to twins. But before they were born, before they had done anything good or bad, she received a message from God. And this message shows that God chooses people according to his own purposes. He calls people, but not according to their good or bad works. She was told, your older son will serve your younger son. In the words of the scriptures, I loved Jacob, but I rejected Esau. I will say then that God was unfair. Of course not. For God said to Moses, I will show mercy to anyone I choose. And I will show compassion to anyone I choose. So, it is God. Everybody say, it is God. Say it again, it is God. Say it one more time. It is God. So it is God who decides to show mercy. We can neither choose it nor work for it. Amen. Esau and Jacob, I explained to you last week, were twins born to Isaac and Rebekah. Now, before they were born, before they had had opportunity to do anything good or bad, God had already decided whom he loved and whom he liked. He had already decided the one he was going to use to create a great nation. And that nation he was going to bless fantastically. He had already decided that he was going to do this through Jacob, the younger of the two. And God did not do this apologetically. He didn't apologize for what looked like an unfair partiality that he was displaying. And to confirm that he didn't feel he owed anybody apology, he said it very clearly. Jacob, I have loved, but Esau, I have hated. Before they were born. And the question we asked ourselves was, why? Why did God choose Jacob? Why did he reject Esau? What was the basis for this unfair partiality? And I believe we all agree that if there is one word that we can use to explain what played out between Esau and Jacob, 
the word that we will use is the word favored. Everybody say favored. Say it again. Favored. So Jacob was favored, period. God didn't explain. God didn't give any reason. There was nothing that was said, you know, before they were born to explain why God was choosing the younger of the two. But God exercised his sovereignty. And that power he made clear to Moses when he said, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So ladies and gentlemen, God chose Jacob and God favored Jacob. May God also choose you. And may God also favor you. And may God also select you in the name of Jesus. I explained to you that favor is something done or granted out of goodwill. It is not from justice, neither is it for remuneration. And I explained to you what it means is that it's not as if something is being granted to you because you deserve it. Or because it is right or fair. And it follows the course of justice for you to receive that thing. Neither is it being granted unto you as payment for a service that you have rendered. But it is out of goodwill, a good intention, a certain feeling that somebody has towards you. That is what favor means. I also explained to you that favor is a kind act. A kind act. Number three, to be favored is to be approved or held in high regard. Is that not so? To be favored, number four, means to receive excessive kindness. To receive excessive kindness. Kindness that is excessive. Kindness that is beyond normal. Kindness that is beyond what you even anticipate or expect. Number five, to be favored means to receive unfair partiality. I like that. Unfair partiality. That means that somebody has a preference for you. Somebody likes you. Somebody is fond of you. Somebody is favorably biased towards you. When that happens, we say that you have been favored. Number six, to be favored means to receive preferential treatment. To receive preferential treatment. And finally, to be favored means to be chosen. Amen. May all these different definitions of favor be your life experience. Amen. May people do things for you out of goodwill. I didn't hear your amen. Look, the strength of your amen will determine the magnitude of your blessing. Can I hear your loudest amen? May somebody do a kind act for you. May you be approved. May you be held in high regard. May you receive excessive kindness. May you receive preferential treatment. May you experience unfair partiality. And may you always be chosen for a good thing. Shout favor three times. Two. Three. Hallelujah. Clap your hands and bless the name of the Lord. Now, I 
have not said anything that I've said so far, including what I said last week, to suggest that in this life, the only thing that matters is favor. Or to put it in another way, I am not saying that other parameters or factors that are needed for success and victory in this life are not important. That's not what I'm saying. It's important to work hard. It is. And I believe in hard work. If you are a quadro, then know that you are disturbing your own life. Yeah, that's what it means. Hard work is very important. Having a strong willpower is also very important. Having a strong desire and a vision for your life is very important. Anybody who doesn't have a vision for his life is not going anywhere. Then that person will describe him as only name. It's like he's going to come. There's no vision, there's no direction for his life. If you see any directionless person in this life, then you know that you are dealing with somebody who is not going anywhere. May your life not be like that in the name of Jesus. In this life, you need to be fast. In this life, you need to be strong. In this life, you need to have understanding. You need to have education. You need to have skill. You need to be wise. So these are all important factors that greatly influence the outcome of a person's life. But I want to say very clearly to you, my friends, that although all these parameters are very essential, when it's all been said and done, it all boils down to one very powerful force. And that force, ladies and gentlemen, is what I'm sharing with you about the force of favor. Lift up your hand and say, Oh God, favor me. On Thursday, Brother James to something that had gone viral on the social media. It is the story of a nine-year-old boy called Oswald. This boy had written down something in pencil. And it had to do with certain things or items that he wanted his parents to organize for him for our day. Do you know our day? You should know because today is our day. Is that not so? And the boy had listed a lot of things. Biscuits, drinks, even... Series, series. And, and the boy, in his request, even had diagrams. He had drawn diagrams to make things very... Because he didn't want any misunderstanding about what he wanted. He said, my iPad, I, I need it. I have an arrangement. I have a deal with my teacher. It must be there. Now, what is so intriguing about this? 
But amazingly, somebody whom his mother showed the list to took a picture of it, put it on the social media, and for by it and the whole thing went viral to the effect that on the our day a lot of people appeared from different institutions different companies MTN was there Ashesi was there various things why Vodafone and KFC also came some some song was there where so dense. The list. And listen to that thing well. And look at the different people who featured in this boy's our day celebration. The former running mate of former president. Nana Jane Opoku Ajeman was there. Kiddy the musician was there. I don't know who Dance God Lloyd is, but he was dear some. Joy Multimedia, when I say, say was dear. Joy Multimedia. Assessi University. National Science and Mass Quails was dear. Dolate or Dolite. They were also what? A Pepso Dent. Tom Vita Cereal. Even Puma Energy. Was there some? And they didn't come empty-handed. Nine-year-old boy, because of him, there was a staring. There was a, 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 a disturbance on social media. He got money. He got scholarship. And what? He got investment. Nine-year-old boy. He got what? He got NDC card. What the wow! He got a tablet, an iPad. What explains all of this? The boy, we don't even know whether he'll pass his BCE exams, whether he'll pass his WASI exams. Because you see, now we may be making a lot of noise about him, but I know people who started well academically, but they didn't do so well. As time passed on. What has this boy done? I mean, what is so fantastic? I'm sure that there are other nine-year-olds that can come up with things that are more touching and more moving than what this boy did. Ladies and gentlemen, the explanation you can give for this is that this guy, he has met some special favor in his life. May that be the story of your life. I said, may that be the story of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody shout a loud amen. amen. So it is God who decides to show mercy or favor. We can neither choose it nor work for it. I started sharing with you about different people in the Bible who were favored. And how the favor reflected in the lives that they had. How the favor blessed them and caused them to have good, you know, a good turnout. And we spoke first about Noah. Noah received the favor of pres- uh, preservation. His life was preserved. And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 6 verse 8 that Noah found favor in the sight of the Lord. Hallelujah. And what did this favor do for him? It preserved him. 
Because God was about to destroy all of his creation. I mean all the living creatures that were on the face of the earth. And that was God's plan. And he wasn't going to change his mind. But then out of the blue he decides that, okay, I want to be able to start a new generation. So I'm going to find somebody. I'm just going to favor somebody. Out of all the people that were on the face of the earth, he settled on Noah. Why? What, what did Noah do? Because I told you that Noah, Noah answer. Yes, please. After the ark landed and they could come out, one of the first things he did was to organize a vineyard from which he brewed Godwin's Park Wobadana Alomo Bites He brewed and drank himself drunk such that his clothes fell and he wasn't even aware that this was what was happening to him and you say that he was a correcto perfecto guy if you are looking for correcto perfecto give me Joseph give me Enoch Give me Job. But don't bring up Noah. Noah was into curses. <laughs> don't, 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 don't bring him up as, the, as, as, as you know, a symbol of a correct person. That's not what it, it was just that he found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And that favor led to preservation for him, his wife, his three sons and their three wives. May the favor that you find affect all the people around you. Can I hear your loud amen? The second person we want to look at is Abraham. Father Abraham. And Abraham experienced the favor of divine selection. Everybody say divine selection. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 3. New Living Translation. The Lord had said to Abraham, Leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. Hey. If God is looking for somebody he wants to make great, may he come your way. If God is looking for somebody out of whom he will produce a great work, may he come knocking at your door. May God bless you so much so that you become famous. Not famous for all the bad reasons, but famous for good reasons. Some of you, I will see you on the television. Some of you, I will read about you on social media. Some of you, I will hear fantastic stories about you. And I'll be sitting and watching and just laughing by heart and saying that, that's my boy, that's my boy, that's my man, that's my woman. Hallelujah. May that be your story in the name of Jesus. He said, I will bless those who bless you. And curse those who treat you with contempt. Listen to me. May God favor you so much so that you won't need to fight any battles anymore. Hallelujah. And the greatest mistake that somebody will make or commit against you will be that the person will hate you. 
or the person will open his mouth to say certain things against you. You wouldn't have to do anything. God himself will sort the person out. Receive that favor in the name of Jesus. And he said, all the families on earth will be blessed through you. Now look at Romans chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Abraham was, humanly speaking, the founder of our Jewish nation. So writes the apostle Paul. Now what did he discover about being made right with God? Now watch this. If his good deeds had made him acceptable to God, he would have had something to boast about. But that was not God's way. Hallelujah. Paul is explaining that what God decided to do with Abraham was not because of any good deeds that Abraham had performed. Because here he was living in a land full of idols in the land of earth living with his father Terah and his relatives and his family and everything when out of the blue God comes his way and tells him that come he said who? he said you come I said what should I come and do? he said come I want to do something with you out of you I want to produce a great nation and because of you, all the nations and all the families on the earth will become blessed. And so much will I bless you that anybody who blesses you will also become blessed. Anybody who curses you, it will not be easy for that person. He said, come, that is what I'm going to do with you. And is it because of something that Abraham did? No. Was Abraham a correcto perfecto guy? Certainly not. <laughs> he wasn't he also had his own issues but because of a certain favor that he found before God God just decided that I'm going to use you to do a great thing that will affect the whole history of mankind and Abraham experienced the favor of divine selection I declare to somebody today May God select you from your family From amongst your relatives From amongst your colleagues From amongst your mates From amongst your friends And may he decide to do something great with you Can I hear your loudest? Amen May God choose you to start a powerful business Did you hear what I said? And that is a prophetic word for somebody who is listening. And if you can receive it, it will happen practically in your life. I said, may God favor you highly and cause a great business to come out from you in the name of Jesus. May God use us to start a great ministry. Can I hear an amen? May God use you to start something that has never existed before. May you become the father of a great movement. Hallelujah. And through the favor of God upon you, may you accomplish a great work in your life. Shout, I receive it three times. Two, 
three. Clap and bless the name of the Lord. The next person we want to consider who was highly favored is Isaac, the son of Abraham. Isaac experienced the favor of supernatural abundance and greatness. He received a favor that caused him to prosper and to flourish greatly. That he grew and became very great. Genesis chapter 26 verse 1 to 3. Favored. And there was a famine in the land. Beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee. May God always be with you. And will bless thee. May God bless you. May God be gracious unto you. May God cause his face to shine upon you. May God lift up his countenance upon you. In the name of Jesus. For unto thee and unto thy seed. I will give all these countries. And I will perform the oath. Which I swore unto Abraham thy father. Now jump to verse 12 of the same Genesis chapter 26. Mm. Then Isaac sowed in that land. And received in the same year. When did he receive it? In the same year. Which was the year that God came and spoke to him and said, don't go anywhere. He received in the same hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great. (laughs) And went forward. And grew. Until he became very great. For he had possession of flocks. And possession of heads. And a great store of servants. And the Philistines envied him. Clap your hands for brother Isaac. Explanation for all of this. Favor. God just favored him. So here he is in Gerar and a terrible famine had come upon the whole earth. And in those times, Egypt was where people could get food. So a lot of people traveled to go and live there. You know? Isaac was there when God appeared to him and said to him, everybody is going, but don't go some. But said, woman could be. You see, don't go some. He says, stay here. Everybody is running away for dear life. You stay right here. Because I'm going to do something great for you. And he stayed. And in the place where there was such a terrible farming, he sold. Think about it carefully. I said, in the place 
where there was a terrible famine so terrible it was that everybody was fleeing for their life he stayed he sold that same year hundredfold harvest and it doesn't end there in that period where there was so much depression so much devastation and economic turned down and what have you the bible says god blessed him and he grew and he went forward and he worked great until he became very great and he prospered. He had abundance of all things. And his greatness was so wild that the people amongst him he was dwelling, they began to envy him. If people don't envy you in this life, then you haven't yet arrived. Pray that at least two people will envy you in this life. Once you see that somebody is envying you, tell yourself that I'm on my way to greatness. Somebody shout and say, I hear you. And Isaac was favored with great abundance, supernatural abundance, and he became very great. And it was because of a certain favor that he found had to run away to go and look for where they they could make ends meet but he stayed in a place of devastation and he prospered there hallelujah I pray for you my friends that such a favor will find you in a country where businessmen and women are crying where people are gnashing where people are hustling. Where the citizens are struggling to put food on the table and to pay their bills. In the world where COVID-19 has led to so much devastation and depression. I pray for you. And by a prophetic unction, I declare over your life. That where others are down. May God lift you up. Where others are crying and wailing, may you be celebrating and rejoicing. Where others are depressed, may you be fulfilled. Where others are confused, may God bring you clarity. Where others are thinking of ending it all, May you continue to have a good reason to live and to press on and to endure. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for you, my friend, that God will cause you to have supernatural abundance. Even when the conditions don't favor it, may you experience that supernatural abundance in the name of Jesus. And may God increase your greatness. May he cause you to wax great. May he cause you to move forward. May he cause you to become very great. And may your greatness be so overwhelming that people will begin to envy you all over the place. In the name of Jesus, I announce to you today, those that mocked you 
and those who have laughed at you may God turn things round and may they now become people who envy you in this life can I hear your loudest amen thank you Jesus the next person and we've already talked a bit about him is of course Jacob so notice how it played out it started with Abraham then it went to Abraham's son Isaac and it's come to Abraham's grandson Jacob and that's the thing about when God favors you in a certain way it trickles down to generate it becomes a generational favor may your children be highly favored because of the favor that you have found may your children's children may your grandchildren may your great 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 grandchildren walk in the favor that you are walking in walk in the favor that god is going to shower over you in the name of jesus Jacob, as we are already aware, he experienced the favor of unfair partiality. Unfair. Same Romans 9, 11 to 13. Good news translation. But in order that the choice of one son might be completely the result of God's own purpose, God said to her, the older will serve the younger. He said this before they were born. Before they had done anything either good or bad. So, God's choice was based on his call. And not on anything they had done. Whether good or bad. Not on anything. As the scripture says, I love Jacob, but I hated Esau. Hallelujah. Now, let me give you some more revelation about this Jacob and Esau business. Esau was the firstborn. And the firstborn son, according to their tradition, as it is with many other traditions of different tribes and clans and families in the world, when you are the firstborn, you have what we call the birthright. And this birthright has to do with position and inheritance. If you are the firstborn son, you are virtually set for life. Because what happens then is that you will inherit the leadership of the family. And then you would also inherit the judicial authority of your father. As the firstborn son, if inheritance is being shared, you are entitled to a double portion of what everybody else will get and that is why Esau was so devastated when he realized that Jacob the Apache had swept him neat otherwise why do you think that he wept so bitterly because he realized that my yen my because you know the story. How he gave up that birthright because of a pot of red beans stew with Keta schoolboys. When he realized 
that his father had released the blessings upon Jacob. And he came to his father and pleaded. But the father told him that I have already done it. I can't reverse it. Your brother is going to reign supreme over you. He wept bitterly because he realized that I have lost it. The natural order of things should have been that if anybody was to be favored and if anybody was to become great, it should have been Esau as the first son. But that's not how it played out. He had all the credentials because he was the firstborn. Everything was in his favor. It looked settled. Jacob was not the firstborn. So the only thing he had to look forward to was what would remain after Esau had taken his share. But by a certain supernatural rearrangement of things, God just decided that, yes, naturally, the good things, the blessing, the great things should come to Esau because he has all the credentials. But I am God and I am overriding the natural course of things. I say that I like this one. I don't like this other one. And you can't do anything about it. If you are talking about unfair partiality, that is what played out between Jacob and Esau. Remember that God chose Jacob before the two of them had even been born. Before they had had opportunity to do anything good, to do anything bad, to mess up. Before Esau messed up and already, that thing had already been settled. Forever it was settled. It is called favor. A favor of unfair partiality and bias. That's what it was. I speak and I declare to somebody today. Although you may not have certain qualifications. May the favor of God come so mightily upon you. That when you apply for certain jobs. You will get it. Even though you don't have the qualifications. I didn't hear your amen. Amen. May the favor of God cause you to receive certain blessings that you don't have even the experience for. Certain jobs that you don't have qualifications for. Certain jobs that you don't have experience for. Certain contracts that you don't have experience for. May the favor of God cause you to be the chosen one. Cause you to be the selected one. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the favor of God cause you to be picked out of the Lord and set on high in the name of Jesus. I'm speaking to somebody right now. <laughs> there is a contract that you are bidding for. And you now you know that you don't have what it takes to win that contract. Because the offer and the bids that others have put in are far greater than what you are presenting. But hear thou the word of the Lord unto you this day. May God to be the victim, the victim, the positive victim of unfair partiality. And may you win that contract. May your bid be chosen. May your bid be selected. 
I declare this unto you as a sure prophetic word. Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And something similar happened to the next set of people that I want to talk about. And I want to talk about Manasseh and Ephraim. I'm going to talk about their father. They were the children of Joseph. Genesis 48 verse 12 to 14. Joseph moved the boys who were at their grandfather's knees. And he bowed with his face to the ground. Then he positioned the boys in front of Jacob. With his right hand, he directed Ephraim towards Jacob's left hand. Ephraim was the younger of the two. And with his left hand, he put Manasseh at Jacob's right hand. So if this is Jacob's right hand, Joseph directed Manasseh to Jacob's right hand because like Esau, Manasseh was the firstborn. So as their grandfather is releasing blessings, the greater blessings represented by the right hand were supposed to come upon Manasseh. So Joseph directs Manasseh. That's the natural order of things. He directs Manasseh to Jacob's right hand and directs Ephraim, the younger, to the left hand. Then Jacob did something. Bible says Jacob crossed his hands. As he reached out to lay his hands on the boy's head. And he put his right hand on the head of Ephraim. Though he was the younger boy. And his left hand on the head of Manasseh. Though he was the firstborn. Jump to verse 17. <laughs> but Joseph was upset. Nubufui. When he saw that his father placed his right hand on Ephraim's hand, so Joseph lifted it. <laughs> Joseph went to hold Jacob, his father's right hand, to move it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. He said, No, my father, this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused. He said, I know, my son, I know. I know that there's a natural order of things. I know what is expected. I know what the book says. I know what the law says. I know what the constitution says. I know what has been enshrined in the laws of this country. But he said, Manasseh will also become a great people. But his younger brother will become even greater. And his descendants will become a multitude of nations. By this favor... May a certain natural order of things be glossed over so that something great can be done unto you. Shall I receive it? There may be more beautiful sisters than you around, but may you be the one that they will choose. Yes, please. And may you have more suitors than you can handle. Look, you are coming into that season of favor in your life. In the name of Jesus. 
somebody you are listening to this message weeks after it has been preached but amazingly there's a prophetic word for you in the message that was preached weeks earlier receive this word in the mighty name of Jesus amen the next person now let's come to Joseph himself and Joseph received the favor of divine elevation. Everybody say divine elevation. Oh, say it like you are interested in understanding what it means. Say it one more time. Divine elevation. Let's go to Genesis chapter 39, reading from verse 2. Are you following the lives of these favored people? Follow closely as I re reveal these things unto you because that will be the story of your life in the days to come. I didn't hear somebody say amen. Genesis 39 reading from verse 2. The Lord was with Joseph so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. May the Lord always be with you. And may the presence of the Lord with you by your side. May his presence that never departs from you, cause you to succeed in everything. Mark my words, everything, everything, everything that you do, anything that you decide to do, may you succeed at it. If you decide to sell tomatoes, may you succeed. If you decide to sell cement, may you succeed. If you decide to sell nails, may you succeed. If you decide to sell drugs, not, not cocaine or anything like that, please. That's what I'm talking about. Herbal drugs. May you succeed. Anything that your hands find to do. May the presence and the favor of God upon you. Cause you to succeed and cause you to do well. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Potiphar noticed this. What did he notice? He noticed that God was with Joseph. And realized that the Lord was with Joseph. Giving him success in everything he did. Now this pleased Potiphar. So he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He made Joseph what? Mm. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. The company that you work for, may that company become greatly blessed because you are the one who is in charge of things there. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Listen, there's a certain kind of favor when it is upon you. Wherever you are, whatever you do, it's like only good things come out of it. May your boss begin to see and recognize that your presence in that company is the reason why things are working well. And may God deliver your boss from making the mistake of letting you go when you come up with a resignation letter. In the name of Jesus. All his household affairs ran smoothly and his crops and livestock flourished. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. Wow! With Joseph there, he didn't worry about a thing except what kind of food to eat. Listen to me. Joseph, this brother, was living happily in his father's house. His father Jacob. And he was his father's favorite. He had a bright future ahead of him. 
and it was evident to him that God was going to use him greatly but as usual he met envious people who in this case were his own brothers they decided to do away with him tried to kill him left him in a pit then finally sold him Joseph was bought like you go to Tulaku to buy charcoal or buy goat. Do you know Tulaku? You know the Tulaku market around the timber market area? If you don't know there, you are very unfortunate. You have to know such places because interesting things happen there. Joseph was bought like a cow. And he was carried to a strange land to live among strange people with a strange culture. People who were into idols. Then somebody bought him. Somebody bought him. And the person who bought him was a very noble man. One of Pharaoh's powerful men. And he became a slave. But then there was something with him. There was something with this slave boy. Very young. 18 years, 19 years. But that thing that was with him made everything that he did to prosper, to flourish. And from that time, Potiphar took notice of him and realized that God was with him. And I'm sure that Potiphar didn't really understand what he was looking at. He just noticed that there is something unique. There's a certain presence with this guy. There's a certain favor upon him such that if I put him in a certain place, things will go well for me. And he did just that. And he began to flourish in a way that he never flourished before. And Joseph became his, Bible says, his administrative assistant. The slave boy. The slave boy. The slave boy. And it got to a point, Potiphar did not have to bother about anything that was going on in his house. Why? Because he trusted Joseph absolutely. If Potiphar had any worries in this life, it was a yemedi emutu, anase medin kumpunte. That was that was the only problem that Potiphar had in life. Can you imagine that somebody's problem in this life is whether I'm eating fried rice or I'm eating omutu? That was the only worry that Potiphar had in this life. Because of a certain small boy whom God had favored, who had God's presence around him, said that everything that he did turned out well. And so from a slave boy, he was elevated to the position of administrative assistant. Now, let me try and help you to understand it better. Can you imagine that at the jubilee house the seat of government there is a garden boy then one day we hear breaking news on Ghana TV TV3 
TV4, TV7, Metro, and all these areas. What is the news? The president of the Republic of Ghana has appointed Babatunde as his chief of staff. Think about it. Can anything sound more ridiculous? Can anything be more preposterous than this? That a garden boy has been elevated to the position of chief of staff of the first citizen of the Republic of Ghana. But this is the sort of situation that we are talking about. Now you know that it didn't end there with him. He got into trouble with Potiphar's wife and he was thrown into prison. Look at Genesis 39, 21 to 23. But the Lord was with Joseph. Notice, it says the same thing here again. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. So he was thrown into prison. And even there, the favor of God that was upon him resulted in he having favor before the prison warden. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. Joseph was the doer of it. He was totally in charge. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand. Because the Lord was with Joseph. And that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. Hallelujah. So even in prison, a favor that leads to divine elevation said, I will not let you go. Said that in the prison, he became like the one who was in charge of everything that was going on in the prison. Meanwhile, there was a prison warden. There was a keeper of the prison. But because of a certain favor upon him, he was so highly elevated that everything that happened in the prison, Joseph was the one who controlled it. I'm talking about the favor of divine selection. And it didn't end there. Look at the climax to the story. Genesis 41, 37 to 44. And we are closing. You see, we would have to do favor 3. Genesis 41, 37 to 44. Joseph's suggestions were well received by Pharaoh and his officials. A little background to this. Pharaoh had a dream, saw seven fat cows, seven lean cows, and so on and so forth. Joseph was in prison. Pharaoh heard that he could interpret dreams. He came out, he gave the interpretation, gave good advice, gave some good suggestions, and then this was the response. So Pharaoh asked his officials, can we find anyone else like this man, so obviously filled with the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has revealed the meaning of the dreams to you, clearly no one else is as intelligent or wise as you are. You will be in charge of my court and all my people will take orders from you. Only I sitting on my throne will have a rank higher than yours. I'm talking about a prisoner who was also a slave. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand and placed it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in fine linen clothing and hung a gold chain around his neck. 
Then he had Joseph ride in the chariot reserved for his second in command, the prisoner. So Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of all Egypt. And Pharaoh said to him, I am Pharaoh. But no one will lift a hand or foot in the entire is a result of a certain kind of favor which when it comes upon you you are so highly elevated that it doesn't even make sense at a point so from slave boy to prisoner now he becomes the vice president or the prime minister of the superpower of their time and he's the one who is in control it's almost as if Pharaoh became a ceremonial president. It was the prisoner, it was the slave, it was the house boy who now was running the country. What can you attribute this to? What? It's favor. So I declare to you today as I close. May God favor you highly. That by this favor, wherever you find yourself, may you always be divinely elevated. May you be elevated above your peers. May you become the head of your department. May you become the head of your division. May your position be changed from what it is to the position of a supervisor. May you become the major person who is running things at your company. May the favor and the presence of God be so much upon you that your boss will have wisdom enough to put you in a high place in the mighty name of Jesus. And may you have great favor before your boss. May you have great favor before your supervisor. May you be trusted unreservedly. Because of you, may the company you work for begin to prosper in the name of Jesus. If you are in school, may you become the school prefect. May you become the class prefect. May you be given a high place and a high position through the favor of God that is locating you from this moment. Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Begin to thank the Lord for his word right now. Thank the Lord for his word. Thank the Lord that favor is coming upon you from this day onwards in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for favor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. We bless you, baby. We bless you. So, Father, we thank you for your word today. And thank you, Father, that you are the one who rules in the affairs of men and by your own sovereign will and power you decide on whom you're going to favor in whatever way you choose and in whatever way you please now I pray for everyone watching and I pray for myself as well that father may we become beneficiaries of your great and extreme favor. May that favor catapult us from whatever level we are at currently 
to a level that will be far above anything we've ever imagined or anything we've ever thought of in the name of Jesus I pray father that you will pick us out of whatever pit of whatever hole that we find ourselves in and may you set us up on high to sit with kings and with princes in the mighty name of Jesus by that favor may everything around us begin to work well may ministry work well may our businesses work well may our jobs work well may our finances work well may our marriages work well may our education go on well in the mighty name of Jesus favor your people from this day onwards and lead us into a new dispensation of our lives where the hallmark of that dispensation will be favor all round. I thank you father in Jesus mighty name and I want to pray for you if by chance you're watching this broadcast and you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior your favor starts when you surrender your life to Jesus and so right now I want to lead you to pray a prayer and in this prayer you're giving your life to Jesus say with me Heavenly Father today I surrender my heart to Jesus I receive him as my Lord and my Savior for the rest of my life I will follow him thank you Jesus thank you for cleansing me from my sins I believe in you that you are the son of God that you came to die for me that you paid the price for my sins that you died and were buried but you rose again on the third day I believe that you are alive forevermore I claim you to be my Lord my Savior my Master my everything thank you Jesus for hearing my prayer I am saved and I am favored from this day onwards in Jesus mighty name Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.